Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Episode 66, Dating Profile Do's and Don'ts. Despite the old paradigm of love and the fairy tale, no, you don't just throw some pictures up on a dating profile and say the thing that you think sounds really good and super playing it safe and not risky and not vulnerable and then expecting epic love to fall into your lap. It does not work this way. And I heard another relationship coach say once that um, dating profiles are for smart shoppers. And it was so supportive on breaking the stigma around. And, and maybe even to write a good profile, we have to talk about this. Like online dating does not mean you couldn't find love in real life, right? Online dating is not the last resort. And we know that it works. It's not the only thing that works, but it Hopefully this episode will be empowering for you to see that there actually are things you can do to be more magnetic to who is right for you, to stand out in a sea of tens of thousands of people, and to make it really, really easy for the person that is aligned with exactly what you want and the flavor of you to find you. And to, and to clear out the riffraff. Like I think of like, to me, that's the most important part is there's online dating, it, like when you cast your net far and wide, you're going to get a lot more bottom feeders Yes. when you, when you cast it far and wide, because you're simply working with big, it's just bigger numbers. And so having, having processes in place that create, ref, that refine and um, what's the word, like strain out all of the bottom feeders so that you actually are calling forward someone who is much more likely to be aligned. It doesn't mean they are going to be aligned, right. but uh, you want to design your profile so that it's doing work for you. So you don't have to do that work yourself because online dating is exhausting when you have to go on dates with people who are so far out of alignment with who you are. Yes. I love that. And especially the most important skill of dating might be discernment. <laughs> and you struggle with discernment when you're not connected to yourself, when you're not standing in your self-love and worth, and then writing a profile from, of course, I can have what I want. Because what better self-fulfilling prophecy than walking around with beliefs like online dating doesn't work. I don't deserve love. I'm not going to find what I want. So then I write a profile that's half-assed and sounds like everybody else. And then I don't find love or I don't attract the person who's right for me. And instead of blaming the app, and if you haven't already listened to It's Not Tinder, It's You, definitely go back to that one if you need a refresher. 
But instead of blaming the app or instead of blaming men in your city, you can actually take your power back by writing a profile that's aligned with who you are. And that will do some discerning and for you and invite the right people to speak to you. Because for me, a dating profile is an invitation to the party. That's, that's what a dating profile is. You don't have to write everything on your dating profile. That's a mistake. You don't need to do that. Don't do that. An, an invitation to the party that is you. And a great dating profile does one number one thing. Someone who is interested in you and what you have to offer writes to you. That's when you know you have a great dating profile. And you can start with whether or not your dating profile is good right now based on are high quality matches writing to me? Am I having great conversations with people that are aligned with what I want? Am I feeling turned on by the people that write to me or not? Right? Your dating profile is giving you feedback all the time. And I think that's really what's vulnerable about dating profiles. We forget that exactly how you're behaving around dating is how you'll behave in relationship. And self-awareness for the millionth time, I'm pretty sure every pro every episode we've talked about this <laughs> self-awareness starts with how am I showing up online? Like, let's just start there before you even go to write your profile, write your profile. Do you believe that it's going to work? Do you believe that you're a great catch? I used to have my clients write like 50 reasons on why they're a great catch on a piece mm. of paper before they even wrote a dating profile, because what happens when we do the, I don't know what to write. We're saying it from inside our wounded child self. We're saying it from inside our saboteur that's saying you're not good enough and you're not worthy and there's nothing special about you. Rather than doing the work to even before you write your profile, write it from an empowered place. Before you start writing anything, remind yourself, I'm a freaking great catch. I am unique and special. And there is someone who is looking for exactly what I have to offer. Yeah. And if you don't feel that way, do the inner work. Like this is everything Catherine and I stand for and always talk about. It's like the most important thing is where is it coming from within you? And like, if you're desiring to have this man who shows up for you fully and adores you and cherishes you and loves you and worships you and dotes on you and whatever, whatever it is that you're longing for deeply connects with you. Are you that? Are you embodying that? Because if you're going on online dating, it's like, it's like applying for a job. And how many people have done this? Applying for your, for a job and lying on your profile. I mean, not profile, lying on your, what's it called? Resume. resume. <laughs> <laughs> lying on your resume or your CV. Like that is so, so common. And how many people show up on jobs and, and, and they're not congruent with the, the resume. And so like, make sure you do feel good about yourself. And as women, we're up against a lot of factors that have us continuously questioning our self-worth and questioning our value and questioning whether we, we are good enough. And Catherine and I are here to tell you every single week that you are, that you're fucking amazing, that you're, you're extraordinary. And if you don't know that it's time, like this is a call for you to actually do some deeper work and get to know the magic of your own soul. So that when you are online dating, that you can be boastful and, and proud of who you are and be willing to share that with the world. That's everything. That's everything. So a dating profile do is before you even write it. 
Are you in a space of believing that you are extraordinary, believing that you deserve to be loved, believing that you deserve to be doted on and pursued and to be met and to have someone put forth effort in getting to know you? Otherwise, that energy is felt in your profile. And I think this is such an interesting thing to remind everybody on. A lot of times people focus on the strategy or what to do around dating without paying attention to the energy they're in. And that is like 90% of it (laughs) is the energy. So with that said, with pictures, let's start with pictures. Yeah. Your pictures are the introduction to the energy of you. I remember I had a client who she on the phone, so I don't see her, but on the phone, she's this passionate, powerful, amazing entrepreneur. And then she sends me the pictures that she had put on her dating profile. She was turned away from the camera in like four of them. (laughs) And there was such energetic incongruence between how her energy felt on the phone versus the energy that's coming across on the profile. So this is the first place. And my loves, I know your friends really mean well, but be careful about asking for your friends feedback on a dating profile, because it's not do these pictures look good. It's do these pictures tell a story? Do these pictures show me front and center, looking at the camera, big smile, letting myself actually give the energy that I am ready to find a partner. Not, oh, I hope this works. I don't really want to come on too strong. I don't want to look too happy. And Or I want to look perfect. Or I want to look perfect. Yes. All parts of your saboteur. Like it, it, you want your pictures to be pictures that capture your essence, the essence of who you are and what makes you unique. Right. And that that's what will come across because let's face it. The first clicking on your profile is going to be because of the pictures. And guess what? That's what you're doing too. (laughs) You're (laughs) clicking on profiles because of a physical attraction. So one dating dues on profiles, great lighting, bright photos where you can actually see you photos where you're making eye contact with the camera photos where you're doing activities that you love, please God have a full body picture. Put your body on your dating profile. No surprises, no incongruencies, no pretending to be someone that you're not. Own it, love who you are, and let that be the energy of what is seen on your profile pictures. Do not put pictures where you're wearing sunglasses. The eyes are windows to your soul. Mm. And how many men have you ever heard say, like, that's actually the first place of connection for them. They are looking into your eyes. And if they can't see your eyes and you're wearing sunglasses, that's a no-no. And please do not put pictures where we literally can't find you. If there's like 15 girls in a picture and he has to work hard to find where you are, please God, don't put that picture up. I, I had my brother reached out to me and he was like, oh my God, I was just on Bumble or whatever. And I came across you. I'm like, what? I'm what? On Bumble. <laughs> I was like in one of my friend's pictures. Like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. One friend is fine, but not the whole group photo of friends, because if they have to work hard to be like, wait, where is she? Which one is she? That's he, they're moving on. They're moving on. We have really fast attention spans. It's the truth. And remember, they're swiping through 
thousands of photos. So the main intention here is the is getting off the fairy tale princess train and making it easy for the person who is right for you to see you and to find you and to know you because your dating profile is the invitation to the party. Ooh, Any I other dating having- profile picture don'ts? I was just going to say, I just had an idea. So if you're ready to take it to the next level, (laughs) I would invite you to book a photo shoot intentionally for this. And, you know, I actually met a photographer who said she, she does majority of her photo shoots are dating profiles. So I, I do appreciate that women are doing this, but having a photo shoot with this intention, not a photo shoot where you're wearing caked on makeup and you're going like doing all these things to look different than who you are, but actually a photo shoot. I think of the photo shoot we do at the immersion, which I've talked about before at the end of my event in Greece, we have a beauty photo shoot and every woman is in her essence and in her light. So like do a photo shoot where you're super plugged into yourself first, where you you know, have a dance party or meditate or do a yoga class or you do something to plug into yourself first, go for a walk in nature like you and I did when we had that photo shoot. It was so fun. And, um, and wear clothes that you feel beautiful and not that you look beautiful in, but that you feel beautiful and that you feel sexy and that you feel vibrant and alive in, and then do a photo shoot intentionally for the purpose of imagining the quality of love, the quality of connections. Remember dating is connecting. You, you're not just going to be meeting a romantic partner. There's many potential for different types of connections when you're dating, Um, and so imagine all the beautiful, magical connections that you're going to make when you're doing the photo shoot. So that's the energy and the essence behind your profile as opposed it, as opposed to it being just this haphazard thing you're doing where you're not really caring. You're not really like so many people are just like, I'll just throw a bunch of pictures up and see what happens. And like, it's, it's an avoidance strategy. And then there's the extreme of like, oh, I'm going to look perfect and get like airbrushed photos and, and, you know be absolutely perfect in my profile. And both are your saboteur, right? One is the walled woman who's like, no, thanks. Like, I don't really give a shit, but I'm just going to do this thing because you're supposed to do it. And then the other is like, oh, I have to be perfect in order to get love. Like plug into the essence of who you are and bring that energy into your photos, bring that energy into the whole experience. Yes. And recognize that however you're approaching dating tells you everything about the inner work that is needed. Yeah. Right. I keep, as I'm even listening to you and thinking about this process, all the insecurity and the self-doubt that comes up, all of trying to look perfect or the acting like I don't care. Here's the really good news. When you understand your patterns, you get that how you date is how you will be in relationship. The lack of effort that you want to put forth in your dating profile reveals the lack of effort that you're going to end up receiving and being in a relationship. And we have to do the inner work to get over ourselves and recognize that putting up a dating profile and being actually engaged online is part of the process. Just like there's going to be days when you don't feel like showing up in your partnership. But if you want a conscious partnership, that'll be the work. Acting like, I love that. Acting like you don't care is the best way to be invulnerable. Just like act trying to be perfect is being invulnerable and if you listen to the last episode we just did, intention was the number one thing we talked about, right? What is your intention? If your intention is to just connect with as many people as possible versus your intention to call forward the partner that is aligned with you, that's very different. Just like if you're just out with your girlfriends taking pictures, 
that's very different than my intention is to capture the essence of who I am, to claim my desire for love, to claim and show myself owning my confidence and owning my beauty and owning the magnetism that I am. Yeah. It's like using it as a practice. Like it's, it's almost like this is your stage. Cause again, yes. like when you're dating in the new paradigm, you're not attached to the result. You're not attached to the outcome. You, you have, you hold the desire in your heart for love, for a relationship. Maybe it's going to come through this Avenue. Maybe you're going to meet someone at the grocery store or on an airplane. If we ever go on those again, or <laughs> on the beach or whatever, like you have no idea how love is going to come to you. And that's not your job. So if you're, if you're making online dating, your full-time job, and you are trying to actively find a boyfriend, that is going to be a barrier. So just a reminder, this is one Avenue and use it as an experiment, use it as an opportunity to get more comfortable with being seen, with being expressed, with being who you are and, and practice the not giving a fuck what other people think, because here's the truth. People are going to judge you when you're perfect, when you're not that there's such thing as perfect, when you're beautiful, when you're unattractive, when you're, when you're wealthy, when you're broke, when you're, it doesn't matter what, what's going on for you. People are always going to be judging. And it's nothing to do with you and it's none of your business. So don't worry about that and just get back into your own lane and use an, uh, the, this online dating profile as an experiment and, a, and a, pr- a project for you to actually claim the magnitude of who you are and start to fucking own it. Right. This is why, I, I mean, this is one of the many reasons why I love love. Like this is the most transformational process there can be how you show up in relationship because online dating is just revealing all of your patterns in relationship and how you see yourself. And if you don't have freaking boundaries and you're always afraid about people judging you or you're managing everything you say so that they don't reject you, you're going to have a very different experience and very different outcome than if I just put myself out there and reveal exactly who I am, let myself be seen and then let go rather than trying to control the whole thing. So here's another mistake that I always see on dating profiles. Ladies, please write this down. If I see I like to travel on another dating profile, I'm literally going to cry myself to sleep. (laughs) Do not write. Do not write what everybody else has freaking wrote. I'm adventurous. I like to travel. I could dress up or I could dress down and stay in. I could go out or I could stay in. I could go camping or I could go to a hotel, a five-star hotel. I could be whoever you need me to be. Right. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Right. So here's what you're allowed. You're allowed only three max essence words, three adjectives to describe who you are, but that's the max. And in an ideal world, you wouldn't use any adjectives at all describe the word. Instead of saying, I'm adventurous, tell a story of adventure and what that means to you. Stories are what are magnetic and captivating. Stories are what inspire people to reach out to you and talk. Not, I sound like everybody else, that that person swiping through all day long where you don't stand out because of course you do stand out. You are unique and special. You need to own it. This is funny. This is like marketing 101. Stories sell. 
<laughs> I remember we used to teach that when I went back when I was yes. a business coach in the speaking realm, we used to teach our clients how to tell more stories because they're so relatable. And that's when people are like, oh, I'm just like you or, or they can put themselves in the story. And there's just like such a heart opener. I love that. So instead of just listing a bunch of qualities about you or like, I am this person, like actually take us there, tell us a story. I love that so much. And I actually heard this one really cool perspective that I'll share. Um, I was listening to the, a podcast called The Dating Den, which is a great dating podcast to listen to if this is, obviously, if you're listening to this episode, you're, you'd be intrigued by that. Um, so The Dating Den, and she was interviewing this woman, Marnie Bast or something like that. Um, she was interviewing a male dating coach. I don't know who it was, but he was talking about how for women to write their profiles at, um, to, to describe the man that they're calling in as opposed to write about themselves. Now, I'm not sure because I, I haven't personally done online dating. I've done dating the organic <laughs> old-fashioned way is how I have met all my partners. But um, but with online, I'm not sure if this was for like actual online, like match.com, because I think the structure is different. You have a lot more, you can write a lot more um, or if it's, if it's also applicable to apps. But I love this perspective where you write about the quality of man that I love to spend my time with is, and you describe the man instead of yourself. And that way it's like this, it's calling them up. And mm -hmm. so, you know, if you're like the quality of man that I love to spend time with is a man who knows how to cook and a man who will go on an adventure with me any weekend and go hiking and camping out back. This is not my dating profile. But <laughs> I mean, I like camping, but yeah, I'm not that adventurous. Um, but you describe them, a man who's fiercely loyal and who deep, dearly loves his friends and family, a man who, and you describe mm. the person as opposed to yourself. I just thought I, I, I actually was talking with a client the other day about this and I thought it would be a great, I, great idea to split test it and do like one on one, on one dating app, have it be about you. And then on another dating app, have it be about the partner you're you're calling in or the, the quality of man you want to be around and just to see the difference in responses, because I, I feel like that would stand out so much because not many women are doing that. And also the fact that it's like rising, raising the bar. So if yeah. a man reads it and he's like, not those things, he'll be too, probably too intimidated to even reach out. So it'll, yes. it'll like we were talking about earlier, like strain out all the, the ones who aren't aligned. One statement of that is super powerful, but we want to stay away from an entire profile just about the other person, because just like you said, with marketing one-on-one, -on -one, a yeah. dating profile essentially is a personal ad. Like yeah. it is. And so it's like 75% to about you and telling the stories of who you are. And then that call, it's almost a call to action <laughs> to say, I love a man who, and yeah. I know with Bumble and Hinge, there are very small, small, small places for you to write about yourself. And then there are the question prompts. And again, I think where women really get lost and I had a call with a client in relationship today. So again, I don't know how many more times we can say it exactly how you date will be how you are in relationship. And that's why the inner work is so important, but to step into his shoes when you're writing a dating profile, this is why asking your friends about the dating profile does not help because they're not looking for you. Mm. Your girlfriends are not looking for you. And we don't take into account 
that there's a man on the other side of his phone also swiping through thousands of profiles who, if he wants what you want, he's taking his time to actually read and pay attention to what's being said. And if you sound like everybody else, maybe he'll swipe right or whatever it is because he's attracted to you and won't even read your profile. Obviously that's going to happen. But then what actually gets people engaged is then how engaged you are in communication. So if you're really defended in your profile and then you're defended in your communication on the app, that's not going anywhere. And everyone is so quick to blame. Well, it's his, the dating app is the problem or he's not asking me questions. How are, what energy are you bringing to the dating app? Are you bringing the fun? Are you bringing the vitality? Are you bringing the essence of who you are from that place of, I don't care what you think, because that is the courage that is required in relationship. If you're walking on eggshells on a dating app, you're going to be walking on eggshells in your partnership. If you're afraid to claim what it is you want, you're going to end up dating someone for several months who, who doesn't want what you want. And then you're going to blame and say dating doesn't work rather than you not learning how to work it. And so please, I think this is also important, like play with your profile, right? Don't just write a profile and then that's what it is. Again, the vulnerability is the feedback is telling you everything about your profile. It is telling you everything, real time feedback. If you're not getting the matches that are right for you, look at your profile, don't delete the app. If people are not asking you questions about your profile, does your profile have any invitations to write to you or have any story that people would be intrigued by and want to connect with and go deeper with you? And are you sending messages on the app that are that are boring as fuck that sound like everyone else's versus being really fun and engaging? So tell us, because you're the online dating expert because you did it before you met your husband. Um, I would love to know what, what, what your profile was like and also what your experience was. You mentioned to me earlier, but I'd love for you to share (laughs) what your experience was because I know that your experience and a huge part of why Catherine's experience was different than most women is because of where she was coming from within herself, right? It's not just about where obviously Catherine and I are not, this is probably the first episode we've done. That's more tactical and we are not about tactics. We're about who you are and who you're being. And, you know, she was so at at a place in her life where she was feeling so you were feeling so filled up within yourself um, and you weren't attached to having a partner. You, You desired it, but you weren't attached to it and you were just enjoying the process of dating. So I know that that was such a huge part of why you had the experience you had, but I would love for you to share. Um, And then, yeah, what, what were your tactics within that? I would love to share that. And right before that, one more dating don't is please do not write what you don't want on your dating profile. Do not write negativity. Do not write, let's see where this goes. Do not write, I don't want men who, right? Just like you offered earlier, I I love a man who, right? I'm, I'm committed to creating a relationship where, right? Write your vision. So I met Andrew on match.com. And match.com, you can write a good chunk, right? So I really want to acknowledge that I did have three or four mini paragraphs to my profile, whereas it's very different Bumble and Hinge, you get like 180 characters. But again, 
you, a lot goes a long way when you tell a story and when you're vulnerable. And so I wrote really vulnerably about what I was passionate about, about where you could find me on the weekends, about what my friends would say about me, about what was important to me. So in I would write like, this is how I live my life. And it's really important to me to have a partner where XYZ is also true for them. So I really named it very, very clearly. And then my last paragraph was actually my vision for my relationship. And so with my clients, I invite a statement that says, I'm committed to creating a relationship where, or my vision for partnership is a relationship where, or the kind of relationship I crave is one where. So my last statement, and I will never forget this because this was my own work. I think I've mentioned before, I was living with my best friend who was a relationship coach when I was dating. Very convenient, let me tell you. (laughs) Um, Not an average friend, a woman who had been a relationship coach for over a decade herself. But my last paragraph was, I, my vision for my life is to have a partnership where we're committed to growing. We create beautiful children, have a big house with tons of money for travel and babysitters so we can have date nights and with at least two golden retrievers. And I remember I was prompted to write that, that clear with, from my coach friend. And, and I remember she's like, okay, now write that. And I went, "Ah, I can't write that. And then she looked at me and said, how old are you right now? And so this is my work. You keep hearing me talk about inner child work. In that moment, I was a scared little girl, a scared little girl to name what was important to me and name what I wanted to create. And so I always invite my clients, you know, you've been vulnerable on your profile where there is that pit in your stomach just enough that you're nervous about hitting post. If you are not nervous about hitting post, you have played it safe and you're not going to stand out and you're not going to call the right person in. So I hit post. I got the most incredible messages. I had men writing to me saying, I'm not your partner. Like I'm not a match for you based on your profile, but your profile was awesome to read. I loved reading your profile. Or, and then I would have messages like, are Dalmatians okay? Is it a deal breaker if we don't want golden retrievers? And I of course attracted an unbelievably sensitive man because my husband wrote me five paragraph email as a first email on match.com. Oh my God. (laughs) So that that's, that's my husband who I chose from my soul because that's who he was. Like he was a writer and he'll later say that he was actually prepared for me not to write back. Like he was, he was nervous to send that first email. And I really believe in the magic of partnership where each person feels like they got the better end of the deal, right? Like that's what you want to create. And so a lot of women do this thing where they don't feel worthy and don't feel deserving. So then you're on a dating app acting like a teenage girl, hoping to be picked for the dodgeball team. Mm. And my love, that doesn't work. And that's why the inner work is so important. And there's a difference for me between tactic and strategy to hook a man, because fuck, that is not what you and I teach at all. But what we teach is the emergence of authenticity and magnetism and the epic boundaries that you have that set you up for success in all of your relationships. Because what better skills to be able to be who you are to attract the right friends for you. We said this in the last episode, like it wasn't, oh, she's really pretty. So I hope I go talk to her talking about you at the party. 
Oh, I, I actually remember you, you I and I, that night. well, of course you were pretty <laughs> and I was attracted to you, but we, we, I remember like, we couldn't wait. You were who you were. Like, that's what was magnetic. I couldn't wait to talk to you. And you were talking about your work and, and your life. And then I just started sharing about my work and my life. And off we went in being connected to each other. And that's what we want your profile to feel. That's what is magnetic and irresistible about being around people. Don't you want a confident partner, right? Just flip it always. If he half-asses his profile, if he barely says anything on the app, you're not all that excited to talk to him or he's really insecure and uh, is saying, oh, I hope this woman thinks I'm good enough for her. You're not going to go running down his door. And so what this real invitation is, and, and I, I will never forget that because I'll never forget that moment of fear. And then Lauren's like, how old are you right now? And this is why inner child work is important. How old are you on your dating app right now? Are you a wounded little girl looking for a perfect parent to come sweep her off her feet? Are you a teenager who's super insecure, hoping that someone's going to pick her for the dodgeball team? Or are you an embodied adult woman who is grounded in her truth, grounded in her worth and desirability, and to know that she can create whatever experience she wants, and she can meet someone in real life, and she can meet someone on dating apps, and there are ways to make it work for you. Yes, and to remember that it's not it's not your job to find love. Like, I think I kind of said this earlier, but I just, as you were talking, I was thinking about when you were in that embodied woman place, you trust life, you trust the universe, you trust that your partner is going to show up at the time, the perfect time that you need, that a partner is meant to show up for you. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, the rest is play. The rest is practice. The rest is an experiment. It's an opportunity for you to grow. It's an opportunity for you to embody more of these qualities you're desiring in a partner. It's an opportunity for you to show up fully in your life. And this is one more place and how we show up in every area affects how we show up in every area. So show up fully here, show up fully when you're at the grocery store, show up fully when you're at the coffee shop, like show up fully in your heart, in your radiance, in your truth, in your, in the woman that you are. And, you know, if your saboteur is in charge or your inner child is in charge, you are going to be attracting the wrong kind of love and repelling love. So it's so important that the most important relationship and what's the relationship that's really at the root of every every challenging relationship yeah. is you, is right? You. Your relationship with you. And if you don't have a relationship with you, it makes dating a whole lot harder and it makes relationships a whole lot harder. Yes. So that's the most important thing that you invest in yourself, that you grow, that you are willing to become the woman who is aligned with the man that you're desiring to call in or a woman, if you are into women, like whatever, whoever you're desiring to call in, are you embodying that? Yes. Are you walking that way through your life? And I, I met Andrew in 2014. So obviously online dating was very different then than it is now. And we're going to keep acknowledging that it can feel really rough out there. Yes. But remember, this is a call to accountability and consciousness. Like if you're burned out, take a freaking break. If you've been dating over and over and over again, and it's not working, there is an option for you. Do you know how many dating coaches there are? Like you have to be really stuck in a limiting mindset to not be saying maybe this could be different, right? And I, and I have shared on other episodes, most divorces happen in the first seven years of marriage 
And most people wait on average six years before they ask for help. Do you understand that? The divorce happens in seven years and most people wait six years before asking for help. How many years have you spent dating? How many years have you spent trying to do this on your own? This is why I created Open to Love. And I really appreciate you saying this is about trusting life because opening to love is about opening to life. It's about opening to feeling the support of the universe and to feel love from your friends and every breath that you take, to feel open to many experiences, open and receptive to miracles and magic, open and receptive to support in your life versus the old story for so many women is, uh, here I am hustling along, trying to make so much happen. And this is one of the many gifts that you have offered me in my life. And I really think Open to Love came through as a result of being partnered with you in this work, because that's the reason it's called Open to Love is because only you know if you are stuck and shut down. Only you know if you are resistant to any support when guess what? A partner, if you're looking for a heterosexual partner, he wants to make you happy. He wants to support you. And if you're convinced that you're alone and you're independent and you're going to get it all right for yourself, that's not going to work out. You're not going to create magnetism. Or if you're a little girl and you're punishing everyone who's not doing what you want and you're really in disbelief of your worth or your value and struggling to set boundaries, that's not going to work either. So open to love. My dating program starts on April 15th. If you're listening to this episode, the code for $225 off the program is open heart, all caps, all together. This is an invitation for you to be with a group of women who are wanting to do dating differently, who are refusing to give up on love and who are absolutely ready to give up the old paradigm and the fairy tale story, which says it'll happen in, in the universe's timing, but I don't have to do any work or he'll arrive on a magic carpet or all I have to do is meet the right person. And then I'll never have any struggles in partnership ever again, because the empowerment comes, I mean, knowledge is power, period. Knowing yourself, knowing how to handle relationship. And again, whatever is happening in dating is mirroring where your inner work is. And I 100% attribute how quickly I met Andrew to how unattached I was. And I'll never forget, I wrote my profile and I remember saying to Lauren, and I believed this with all of my heart, if this doesn't happen until I'm 85, that's okay. But I want the real thing. And that's what I'm committed to. And so we said it in the la- in last week's episode, atta- you know, if you're attached, you know, if you're hustling, you know, if you're on the hunt for a husband and you know, if you're attached to the outcome versus learning about yourself through dating and being surrendered enough that it's, I trust that if I show up, that if I'm committed to myself, that I'm, I'm willing to let go of the people who aren't aligned for me. Cause again, this is the discernment practice that you'll learn and open to love. And you and I have talked about this 10,000 times and about this personally, letting go is what sets you free. Letting go of the low hanging fruit, letting go of the people who say they don't want what you want, letting go of the people who aren't showing up in an aligned way. Most of the time dating is really freaking tiring because you don't have boundaries. You don't like yourself all that much. And you're afraid that you can't have what you want. 
And we're here committed to showing you that you absolutely can, that you are not powerless or a hopeless princess in the dating world. And you can change your love story. And both of us are doing that for our clients all the time. There are women who are transforming their relationships to themselves all over the world as a result of investing in themselves and having the courage to say, I'm willing to look. I'm willing to look at where I've been out of alignment. I'm willing to look where my fear has been running the show. I'm willing to look at where I've been stuck in an eight-year-old girl or stuck in a 14-year-old girl wanting to be picked for the dodgeball team because you're going to attract someone with the same intimacy tolerance as you. Guess what? You're going to attract someone with the same intimacy tolerance as you. And your openness is your availability for real intimacy, openness to feedback, openness to being seen, openness to sharing your feelings. All of that is the work. So the doors are open to open to love and we start on April 15th and the link is below. Yeah. And how amazing to actually like you get to, okay, I hate the saying kill two birds with one snuggle. (laughs) You get to love two birds with one snuggle. Um, (laughs) That is a perfect Kate Harlow offering. Love two birds with one snuggle. (laughs) Um, I just made that up on the spot. Um, But I just was thinking like how beautiful that not only do you get to learn how to do dating well through this journey, but you also get to learn all about all your relational patterns and and get to do the transformational work. And so you really get to do both at the same time. And it's essential at the core, wherever you go, there you are, whatever you, you know, everyone blames the apps and blames the men in their city and blames the other person. And ultimately the root of all relational issues is you and not to blame yourself because that's not going to help you either, but to learn how to wake up these parts of you that are shut down and to learn how to operate from a different place, from that embodied feminine woman place, as opposed to the little girl. And yeah, so powerful. So check it out, join Catherine. And um, I just wanted to share, Mark Groves had an awesome quote or post the other day that was about um, something you said just triggered it, but it was about when people tell you they're not ready for a relationship, it's not an invitation to sit in their waiting room. I thought that was so brilliant. It's not an invitation to sit in their waiting room, but so many women do. It's like, oh, that man's unavailable. He says he doesn't want a relationship right now. Oh, but he might change his mind. Or maybe if I like really impress him or if he falls in love with me or whatever. And it's so true. Mm. It's like, I mean, when people show you who they are, believe them. And use dating as a way to grow, use dating as a way to show up more fully as yourself and to practice surrendering and practice letting go and practice noticing all the judgments you carry and all the places you're blaming and start to take responsibility for how you're showing up. Because guess what? That's the only part you even have any control over. So start to shift how you are showing up within yourself in every aspect. And that's the, the system with the old paradigm is women are powerless, Yeah. right? Like the system sets you up to think you don't have choice or don't have control over this. And it's your job to be picked for the freaking dodgeball team or to get chosen rather than you are making a choice too. Mm -hmm. And you're looking for who wants to partner with you. And if someone doesn't want a relationship, that's not your partner. If someone is not psyched to be around you, that's not your partner. Yeah. And you are not asking for too much 
for great conversation, for chemistry and connection and accountability. But yes, it all starts with you. So open to love, open to yourself, open to the truth of your life, open to the magic of life and open to real intimacy because you will attract someone with the same intimacy tolerance as you. So come join me and practice relationship. We love you. We hope you loved this episode and we'll see you soon. See you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, and we will see you soon.